welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin MacArthur. I'm a licensed esthetician and just here to talk to you guys about skincare and everything that relates to skincare. So we're here for another week. We're going to talk about exfoliation and grapeseed oil because, you know, grapeseed oil is like my favorite thing to talk about. So it's exfoliation can definitely be a big topic. So we're really going to get into it today. But first things first. So let's talk about my week. Not very exciting, I have to say. Um, not a lot of things happened, but we're just getting deeper into summer and you know, business is slowing down a little bit because I think that people are getting into vacation. It's interesting because I remember when I was in school, when I was younger, grade school, and school always started the Tuesday after Labor Day. And I mean, this really ages me, obviously, but it's just not like that anymore. And school just seems to be starting earlier and earlier and earlier. And I have nephews who live in Arizona and they start at the beginning of August. I think it was like, doesn't matter, beginning of August. And I guess because it's so hot there that they just might as well go back to school because it's too hot to really do anything outside. Um, so they just put the kids back in school. But even here in California, it everybody just, it's, they start in August, you know, middle of August, early August, end of August. It's just crazy because it was always the first Tuesday after Labor Day. And that was like all schools. I mean, I went to private, but like it was public schools. It was private school. It was all schools. So really things have changed. So anyways, um, that really throws off it throws off business. And even in my 10 years of being an esthetician, it has changed because my slow, I only had one slow month when I first started and that was September. That was the month I was warned about from my, uh, from my mentor, the, my person who, I mean, luck, she was my friend. I was so lucky, but who helped me, uh, who taught me the basics of, of being a good esthetician she told me, she's like, watch out for September. Everybody goes back to school. And so that's when she would like plan her, you know, you know, one of her vacations because she knew she could, you know, that was her, you know, her slow month. So that was the month I planned for. And she was right. That was my only slow month. And I mean, obviously every month was some slow month, your first, you know, year or two, but that was my slow month. And now it kind of bleeds into summer. So now it's kind of August and September are the slow months because and and in the last couple of years, COVID has kind of screwed things up. So <laughs> there's it's just all over the place now. But it really is like August and September because people are kind of getting their last minute vacations in. And then and then when people go back to school, everybody's just trying to figure out their schedules. And I don't know why I'm talking to you guys about this because who cares? But anyways, there you go. I already started talking about it. So anyways, it's just, I find it, I, I find it interesting how all the schedules have completely changed and for whatever reason. And um, I don't know if the days of school have changed, how many, because I know there has to be a certain amount of days that people, that the kids have to go to school. So I don't know if that's changed since I was at school. I don't really know, but anyways, all that has changed. So that changes 
my schedule. And so I'm just trying to put out lots of videos right now and and just more information. I need to make more videos because I'm kind of posting past videos. But man, that's a struggle for me. I don't love being on camera. I don't like putting my face out there. But um, I try to suck it up and do it. And then I'm really good. Like I'll do a bunch for like a couple weeks and then I'll just do it and do it and do it. And then just say, who cares? Put myself out on camera. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And then I can't do it. <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, no, I don't want to do this anymore. But whatever. I need to just, who cares, right? I'm in my 40s. Who cares? And honestly, I don't even care. It's not you guys I'm worried about. It's not like I care about what other people think. I mean, 20 years ago, of course I care what other people think. And it's not that I'm I am oblivious or I can pretend that I don't care at all. Of course, like everybody cares a little bit, but I'm more concerned about me. <laughs> like when I look at my camera, I'm completely critical of myself. So whatever, you know, it's just like, ooh, look at that. Ooh, look at that. So I just need to... Um, Sometimes I won't even like watch the video back. As long as I think I'm happy with what I said, I kind of just go with it because I'll watch the video and I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. And then I do it again and then and it gets worse and worse and worse as I eat, I do each video. So if they do look or I sound a little crazy, it's because I can't redo it because they get crazier and crazier. So forgive my crazy rants, forgive my crazy videos sometimes because I really get in my head sometimes. But I think we all get in our heads sometimes about things and this is my thing and I'm doing my best, you guys. I really am just doing my best. Anyways, um, should we get started? I don't think I have anything else that pressing that I really wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, I think that it's just been kind of a... I think like a slow week. I can't really think about anything I want to talk about. But let's get, uh, let's just get into it. You know, don't forget to uh, follow me on social media at Pierskin OC. But let's get into it. Here we go. Okay, so we're going to talk about exfoliation first. And so what I've been trying to do when I am doing these topics on the the podcast, I'm trying to just kind of scour the internet and find crazy stories, funny stories, whatever to associate with, with the episode. And man, I got to tell you, the internet did not disappoint with horror stories of exfoliation. And, you know, Obviously, I've been doing this for a long time, so I've heard a lot of of crazy things that people do. But uh, wow, I, I I I'm almost speechless because just what the I, how do people still have skin left after some of the things that they've done? I mean, it's just absolutely it's absolutely crazy. I mean, honestly, it's crazy. And then, you know, if you go on TikTok and you see some of these things, I mean, I just posted the other day how people were putting calamine lotion. I mean, that's not going to like hurt their skin. I mean, it's not that big of a deal that they're doing that. But they're putting calamine lotion because they think that's going to help with their acne scars. I mean, that's the video that I saw. And then I saw that there were a lot of other videos of people doing that, helping with their acne scars. 
And I'm thinking, what? Calamine lotion is for itchiness, itchiness, like poison oak, poison ivy, itchiness. Like what are we, like bug bites? What are we, that's, acne scars has nothing to, like how do the two, how do we put the two together? I mean, some of the other things I'm like, okay, I kind of understand how we got from A to B, but how are we getting from itchiness to acne scars? Like that, there's no correlation. Like that makes no, that makes no sense to me. So then I start doing research. Like how did we get from A to B? Like why are people thinking this? works, right? So I start looking it up and not only are people thinking that this is good for acne scars, people are also thinking that this is good for acne. And I'm like, okay, I can kind of see that connection because it has zinc oxide in it. And that zinc oxide itself has antibacterial and anti-inflammatory properties. But with that same information, sunscreen will do the exact same thing then. So just use your sunscreen. Calamine lotion isn't really going to help. I mean, I guess calamine lotion might take out the red, but again, so can zinc oxide in the sunscreen. So you see where I'm going with this? Like the calamine lotion isn't going to do anything special that your sunscreen basically can't do. Does that make sense? Like... We just, I mean, it's great that people are looking outside the box, but these do-it-yourself recipes, most of the time, just aren't going to do anything for you. So you're either going to waste your time, your money, or your skin. So I don't know. Um, Maybe people are doing it for views. That is always a possibility. That is always a possibility, especially these days and especially on TikTok. Um, So that is definitely a possibility. But when I go online and I'm seeing article after article after article on it, then I'm realizing it's more than just doing it for views. Um, It's actually, you know, a thing out there, which is crazy to me. And then also a side note, nothing to do with this episode, but I just remembered that I want to talk to you guys about this. Um, I posted about this too, um, because I do, this is such, this is a, a thing that I get, I, I get a lot of uh, questions about this and I have a lot of clients that have to deal with this. So people will get um, dry skin around their eyes, either like on their eyelids or like right under their eyes. Some people who get like their eyes will like tear up. And so sometimes that will cause um, like dry skin around their eyes or some people who have eczema or psoriasis or, you know, whatever. Um, It's the eye area can be tricky to treat because I always preach about not applying any product within the orbital bone. And the reason you don't want to do that is because there's virtually no pores in the uh, within the eye area. So when you apply product there, you could create milia, you could create puffiness, uh, you could, uh, you know, you can just get the product in your eyes because you're constantly blinking. It just can create pro- uh, issues. So you apply it on the orbital bone and then outwards, and that will actually seep in and it'll help the eye area. But... I had been experiencing on my left eye, the left outer corner, I got some dry skin. 
Don't know why. It just happened. It's never happened before. Whatever. Not a big deal. I just had felt it. It wasn't irritating me. I just felt that it was there. So I took my Victoria Deanne Pepti Repair Serum, and I applied just a small drop twice a day, and I did it for about a week, maybe less. I can't remember. Five to seven days I did it. And it completely healed up. It didn't hurt. It didn't sting. You just put it on. It kind of feels like water, but just a little drop twice a day, and it totally healed up. So that is a really... And that stuff is actually really great and formulated for clients with psoriasis and eczema. So it completely makes sense because it is helped. It is formulated to help with the the our barrier, you know, that top layer. So it makes sense that it helped, which is obviously why I used it. So better than like a grapeseed oil, better than, you know, anything else I would recommend to put in that area, that peptide repair really, really can help the skin. So if that is something you're suffering from, that serum I really recommend using and just a very small amount. Um, and just if you're going to do it within the eye area, if that's where you have it, do it specifically on the spot. Don't do it all over. Okay, because you don't want to do too much because you don't want to create amelia. You don't want to create any irritation. Um, it's a it's just peptide, so it's really gentle, but you still want to make sure that you just put it on the exact area and and don't do too much of it. Um, but I think that will really help. So, um, and if you are unsure about the product, um, you know, if you already placed orders with me, uh, I will definitely send you a sample. Uh, or if you just want to try it, I do offer. Um, I have travel sizes or, you know, whatever. You don't have to buy the full bottle if you do not want to right away. Okay, for real, we're going to get started now. Exfoliation. So first, I'm going to tell you guys some of the horrible things I read online that people do or have done with their skin as far as exfoliation goes. Whew, I hope you guys are ready. Okay, so cleansing with bleach. I know that doesn't sound like exfoliation, but it is because remember, exfoliation can be physical or chemical. Bleach is a chemical. Cleansing with bleach. Can you imagine washing your face with bleach? I can't, you guys, that would hurt. That would just hurt. That would just burn. And why, why, why? Uh, how about exfoliating with a boar bristle brush that just so painful. I mean, I just think that would hurt on your body. Imagine doing that on your face. And then exfoliating, um, again, this would be acidic. So this would be a chemical exfoliation. Exfoliating with urine, your own urine. I don't know if that makes it better. Either way, it's disgusting. But I mean... <laughs> Who, uh, I, I don't know what to say to that. Uh, exfoliating with coffee, ground, coffee grounds, which I've heard. I mean, that is super common, especially for the body. People are convinced that it helps get rid of cellulite. It does not. Uh, they're convinced because of the, the caffeine in the coffee grounds that it can help. It, it doesn't. Uh, but this person exfoliated with the coffee grounds and then followed it with a rubbing alcohol. No, 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 no. 
The only time I've ever, I ever use alcohol on somebody's face is when I'm disinfecting the skin prior to microchanneling. And that's because you absolutely need to make sure that the skin is clean and like disinfected because you're about to put needles in the skin. Uh, the next one, exfoliating with a pumice stone. You know, the ones you use on your feet. Yeah, ow. The next one, acetone. You know, the one that you, that's what you use to soak off uh, gels on your nails or acrylics. I mean, what are people thinking? How do they, I mean, this This is why I have a job. Uh, another thing, another one people said was uh, rock salt scrub. And then she said, so many tiny cuts. Yeah, I would imagine. Because I would imagine there were so many like, jagged edges on that salt. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just I just think of like the pain and I just think like, did these people like, did they start it? And then they're like, oh no, 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 this hurts too much. Or were they thinking like beauty is pain? I'm going to keep going. Like what, at what, at what like stage did they stop? That's, that's my question. Okay. Here's one that's a little longer. I saw on Instagram that if you put Pepto-Bismol on your nose and cheeks, don't do this, all your blackheads will miraculously disappear. First of all, if you see anywhere that tells you your blackheads will miraculously disappear, don't do it because it's that's just not a thing. I tried it at home and left it on for 15 minutes like the video said. When I washed it off, I realized it had stained my skin bright pink. Yeah, of course. I washed my face more than 50 times and it didn't go away for three days. I mean, I kind of feel like you deserve that at that point. I mean, I don't know, maybe that's mean, but I just think if you're gonna put Pepto-Bismol on your face, then aren't you kind of asking for it? I don't know. That's not very nice, but come on. Let's see. I posted a video a few months ago about this guy who used a derma roller. I don't know if you guys remember. I posted it on uh, on Instagram, I believe. And well, so he used the those derma rollers, which I've posted a million times about. And so that's already the you know, the first bad step. And then he did a chemical peel right after. The video was actually pretty funny because you could tell it was burning him and he turned off the camera right away. That was the funny part. And it's funny, but it's not funny. It's funny because he was like, he realized what he did and then like he turned the camera off so quickly. But it's not funny because you know that he really, he could damage his skin you know, doing that stuff. And you just think like, what are you doing, buddy? What are you doing? And that was not for views because it's funny because like, of course I have to do the follow-up and find out like how his skin was after. And he like wouldn't show the camera. He like went on camera, but like put on a mask. And I was like, oh my gosh, just show us what you did. But he wouldn't, it was lame. Okay, another one. My mother's friend told her to use sandpaper on her face to get rid of the wrinkles. I don't, what? I don't, I'd like to know the logic. 
I'd like to know why she thought that was going to work. I mean, I, I don't know. And then this one, I mean, I guess, listen, in every industry, there's going to be people who passed with a C or a D. So there's going to be people who maybe are not as good as, you know, they should be, or maybe are just aren't that good at their job. So you'll know what I'm talking about. My first dermatologist told me to scrub my face with dial in, in water as hot as I could stand before applying my Retin-A. Acne did not improve. And then in parentheses, she put rural town pre-internet. So you guys understand why I said what I said first, right? Like she is saying that a doctor told her to scrub her face with dial. So like dial soap, super dehydrating. But that's not even the worst part. But in water, as hot as she can. So completely dehydrate your skin, burn it, and then apply Retin-A. I mean, oh my gosh. So either that's a total lie or this dermatologist should not be a dermatologist anymore. Heesh, I don't know. Okay, and then this last one um, is real bad. Uh, I used to put apricot scrub on my Clairsonic and go to town. No moisturizer after. Wow. So we know that scrub's not good and Clarisonic is way overused. They're not even in business anymore. And the combination, like a physical on a physical, like what are we doing here? What are we doing? Oh my gosh. I mean, at least all these people realize their mistakes. I mean, I guess the worst thing could be that they're still doing it, but listen, there could be. And I have talked to, to, all my clients and posted a million times about, you know, lemon, people using lemons on their face. And I can't tell you, like when I was reading all of these, you know, looking for all these, you know, horror stories about exfoliation, like every other thing was lemons on the face, lemons on the face and all the stories about how they've burned their face with lemons. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because they're acidic. And most people don't understand that you have to neutralize so people end up burning, burning their face, burning, burning, burning. All right. Those are all the stories. Hopefully that alone just makes you realize how important it is to know what you're doing when it comes to skincare because uh, it's not super complicated, but you definitely can really do some damage if you go crazy. Okay. So let's talk about exfoliation because this is really, really really important. And I think it's an interesting topic because what I found is that people either exfoliate, over exfoliate, or they just skip it all together. And there doesn't really seem to be like a happy medium. And I do think that there's a lot of information out there that is misleading. And so I think people get confused. And so I understand why people aren't really sure what to do. And there's cleansers out there that people are recommending that people use every single day, like exfoliating cleansers. And so it's like, well, I thought I was supposed to use this every day. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, you know, I, it goes back to, I think that a lot of these over-the-counter products, a lot of the stuff that you find like at Target and stuff like that, I think that they, you know, kind of want you to ruin their your skin so that you then have to go buy more product. 
I don't know. That's my theory. I don't know if it's true, but I'm sure I'm not, I'm sure I'm not too far off. So who are you supposed to trust? Well, I think you should trust me because I give you the honest truth about skin. So here you go. Here's some more truth. I'm always saying that you can do just as much damage over exfoliating, over exfoliating than not doing it at all, if not more. So let's talk about it. What is exfoliation? It is the removal of surface dry skin cells. And how do you know if you need to do it? Well, everyone needs to do it. But it then becomes a question of how often and what should be used. And this will all be discussed in this episode. And I want to be clear that my recommendations are in general terms since everyone really is different. And I'm gonna talk about different skin issues. But if you don't feel like I've addressed your skin issue, if you're still not sure, whatever, but you know, of course, you know, I have my skincare consultations. So, you know, let's talk, let's discuss. Sign up for my skincare coaching on my, um, on my website, pureskinoc.com. And, you know, we can discuss what your skin, what your skin might need because, you know, you really are different and what your, you know, how your friend exfoliates might be different than how you may need to exfoliate. So, and and how you might exfoliate in the winter might be different than how you might exfoliate in the summer. Like I've talked about sunscreen buildup and in the summertime you're going to you're going to be applying more sunscreen for the most part. Most people do because they're, you know, out in the sun more and whatever and people get you know, that sunscreen buildup where, you know, it kind of clogs their pores a little bit more. And so exfoliation becomes, you know, important. And then you, but you have to be careful because you have to balance that out with how much you're in the sun. So you have to be careful that you're not using too many chemicals. You're not exfoliating too much with the chemical uh, exfoliation because that could make your skin more vulnerable to the sun. So maybe you're doing a little bit more of a physical exfoliant. So... These are all questions that I can help you answer. Okay, so why should you exfoliate? It's considered a very important technique to achieving healthy and glowing skin. Sometimes when I perform a facial, I am surprised at the immediate difference in the skin after exfoliating. Like seriously, uh, it is just, just exfoliating the skin can make the skin glow. Just exfoliating. So... It's pretty important. It just gets that dull, that that dull like layer of skin off. Okay, so the basics of exfoliation. We only want to exfoliate at night. When you do it in the morning, you make your skin more vulnerable to the sun. But also, the products that are used at night are usually supposed to be products to help repair the skin and stimulate cellular regeneration. Freshly exfoliated skin will take in these ingredients much better. And generally speaking, important to remember, generally speaking, you want to exfoliate about two to four times a week. This number changes based on your skin and skin needs and also what you want accomplished. So here are some things that can happen if you exfoliate daily, meaning if you exfoliate too much. Flaking, redness, and underlying inflammation of the skin because the moisture barrier is damaged dryness and dehydration. Sometimes we do damage that cannot be seen. You can age the skin prematurely when there is chronic inflammation. You can destroy healthy cells. 
the more you exfoliate, the more you are stimulating melanin activity, and that can result in hyperpigmentation. Products that used to work for you may not anymore because you have stripped and irritated the skin. So those are six reasons, and there are six good reasons, and six reasons that can affect everybody. You don't have to have a certain skin type for those to affect you. They can affect everybody. There are two types of exfoliation, physical and chemical. A physical exfoliant is a facial brush, facial sponge, scrub, washcloth, or anything similar that will lift off dead skin. And a chemical exfoliant dissolves the dead skin. And examples of that is a glycolic acid or salicylic acid, mandelic, you know, lactic, all of those. Okay. So let's talk about different types of skin and you know how we would how we might exfoliate those. Okay. So for those with breakouts, mainly more skin prone to acne. Exfoliation is not about drying out the skin, but rather going deeper into the skin to help reduce bacteria and to clean clogged pores. Most acne products on the market not the professional ones, but rather the ones that you find in places like, you know, Target, you know, Walmart, CVS, Ulta, whatever. Uh, those are about drying out the skin. Yes, they will destroy acne causing bacteria, but it will also irritate the skin. When you over dry the skin, you are creating cell buildup on the surface, and that will act as a barrier, trapping oil in the skin and a whole new cycle of breakouts. Oily and or acne-prone skin needs hydration. I'm going to say that again. Oily and or acne-prone skin needs hydration. Anytime you take from the skin, you always want to give back. The dreaded after breakout spot. Oh my gosh, I hear about this one all the time. I had a breakout six months ago. It's still red. What do I do? You finally got rid of the pimple, but you are left with the aftermath. Exfoliation will help because it will get rid of the damaged surface cells and the new healthy cells will will replace them, leaving you with your skin glowing. Now, anytime you exfoliate, you want to do it gently. So if you have damaged surface cells or just it's damaged skin, exfoliate gently. And once you exfoliate, you want to follow with a vitamin C serum to help keep the skin healthy. So clogged pores is another issue. Most people have this. And you're going to, it's the same reasoning for acne prone skin. It's the same reasoning for clogged pores as, you know, acne. You want to exfoliate because you want to help reduce bacteria. So you got to make sure that you are exfoliating. Hyperpigmentation. Exfoliation helps to break up the pigmented cells which allows them to fade. A lot of people don't understand like hyperpigmentation because it's not, it's smooth. It's not necessarily something that you feel. So people don't think that that, like a lot of people associate exfoliation with like rough. Like it's something you feel that you have to like take off. Whereas, so hyperpigmentation isn't something that you necessarily feel. But exfoliation helps break up that, those pigmented cells. So that would be maybe something like a like the chemical exfoliation is more doing, okay? And that's going to help allow them to fade. And that's when why 
you're going to do it at night because then you get those really good ingredients in there and that is going to help work that hyperpigmentation and really get those ingredients in there to help uh, fade it even more. Dry skin. Ooh, really good for exfoliation. Clients often complain about dry skin and how to combat it. Exfoliation is key. You can't hydrate the skin if there is dry skin cell buildup. What often happens is people will feel dry and start using heavier creams or even applying multiple times a day. Nothing will work or can work until the skin is properly exfoliated. Once you have done that, then your products can get through to your healthy cells and hydrate them. By the way, this also applies to your body. I the another thing I always hear is like my legs are dry, my my arms are dry and nothing works, whatever. You got to get that dry skin off. You got it. And like shaving's great, but even before you shave, you want to exfoliate cuz that's another way to, you know, help eliminate uh ingrown hairs. You got to get that dry skin off so that you get a smoother shave, so nothing is uh, trapping trapping the hair follicle. Smoother skin, exfoliate, that's the easiest answer. Getting rid of those dry skin cells will immediately make your skin smoother and healthier. Are you concerned about wrinkles? Did you know that our skin's natural exfoliation process slows as we get older? When you exfoliate, you are essentially tricking the skin into acting young again. <laughs> um, hello? Listen, I know that's going to make you want to exfoliate every single day. Don't. <laughs> I feel like I just undid all the other knowledge before. Don't. Because remember, over-exfoliation can make your skin look shiny, and that's not good. Okay, so that's all the information on exfoliation. I'm sure you didn't even know that there was so much to think about when it came to exfoliation, but it's such an important part of caring for your skin, but so easily done wrong. So hopefully I made it easier. If not, please reach out, sign up for my skincare coaching. I'd love to help you on that. So there you go, exfoliation. Let's talk about grapeseed oil. I mean, maybe this is my favorite topic. I don't know. I really love it. It's such a versatile oil and it's so good and it has so many benefits. It's just, it's kind of incredible. I've had people joke that like, <laughs> people will comment when I talk about it on Instagram and stuff and they'll be like, what can't grapeseed solve? And I'm like, I don't know what grapeseed can't solve. It's like the, if you saw my big fat Greek wedding and Windex solved everything. And that's how I feel about grapeseed oil. It just solves everything. It's been around a long time, but there are so many oils that are beneficial to your skin these days that it's hard to keep track of what we should and shouldn't use. They're all good for different reasons, but not good for all skin types. Coconut oil is probably the most talked about, but also one of the most pore clogging oils. So I always avoid, always advise to avoid this on your skin. The best part about grapeseed oil, it's not expensive. You don't have to pay a fortune to get the benefits of this amazing oil. And here are some of the reasons why I think everyone should be using grapeseed oil. 
Okay, so if you have oily skin, it can help regulate the oil production in your skin. Your skin cannot produce water. So when it feels dehydrated, oil is produced. When you use products, skincare or makeup, that take away the excess oil, your skin will again produce more oil. It's a vicious cycle. Grapeseed oil is a good way to hydrate the skin and help slow down the excess oil. So when you use it at night, your skin gets that because it feels that hydration. And so it feels like it's getting what it needs. And so at night, it's going to go into repair mode and not feel like it needs to produce that oil. So you you wake up, your skin feels better, and it's, it's just gonna get better over time. If you have dry skin, it's a great hydrator when you find your skin to be dry or even chapped. A lot of people think that applying moisturizer multiple times a day will help, but it won't. Moisturizer doesn't penetrate, so it can't solve the problem. Moisturizer absorbs, and you don't want it to penetrate. You want moisturizer to protect your skin, so it protects you from the environment. It protects you from your makeup. So moisturizer, it has its purpose. It's very necessary, but moisturizer is not going to hydrate your skin. Moisturizer is not going to do what grapeseed oil is going to do. So I recommend like using grapeseed oil at night because that's going to repair your skin. Now, I also, if you have really dry skin or if you're temporarily drier than normal, sometimes I'll even recommend using grapeseed oil during the day as long as you're wearing sunscreen. Hopefully you already are wearing sunscreen every single day. Hopefully I have convinced you of all the reasons why you should. But you can wear just a tiny bit of of grapeseed oil under your moisturizer. So it would be cleanser, toner, serums, grapeseed oil, moisturizer, sunscreen. And that will help keep your skin, you know, hydrated. I even recommend it if you're going on a plane to put a little grapeseed oil on before moisturizer because the plane is so dehydrating that keeping that grapeseed oil on will keep your skin from dehydrating and it feels really nice when you land. Trust me, I've done it many times and I've told many clients to do it and it really, really helps. Okay, it also has fast absorption. So it's a lightweight oil, so it will absorb quickly and not leave the skin feeling greasy. And you can use this all over your body too. You can use it plain, so just, you know, when you get out of the shower or whatever, or you can mix it with your body lotion or cream. I apply it all over at night, especially on my neck, chest, and I even apply it on my breasts because I, the more hydrated my skin is, the stronger it will be. Just trying to keep things high and tight for as long as I can. So everything, um, I, I used to apply it head to toe every single night. I, I've gotten a little lazy. Everything always goes on my my face, neck, chest, my my breasts, my hands, my elbows, my knees. I'm trying to think all the main areas. Every single night, all goes there. And then some nights I'll do it all over. Just kind of depends on how I'm feeling. But, you know, it makes a difference. I run dry, so it really makes a difference for me. And then on my exfoliating nights, I definitely put it all over. And then it just soaks it all up and my skin feels nice. And I've had many people tell me, oh, your skin's so soft. So 
it makes a difference. I never used to be told that, so definitely makes a difference. Okay, antioxidants. Yes, it does contain antioxidants, so it's gonna protect you from those nasty free radicals that are determined to destroy your skin. Guys, so many things are determined to destroy our skin. Collagen. Great seed oil protects the collagen in your skin, and that's what keeps your skin firm. It also improves the production of elastin and hyaluronic acid. And hyaluronic acid, we know, is super important because that's what helps bind moisture to the skin. Skin tone. If used daily and consistently, it can also help to make your skin more even and brighter. And remember, the more hydrated your skin, the more supple it looks. And that makes you look younger. Waxing. Okay. So I've said this a million times. The more hydrated your skin is, the easier waxing can be on the skin. Whenever I would get my brows and lips waxed, my skin would get irritated and stay that way for a few days. As soon as I started using grapeseed oil every night, the irritation went away. In fact, you can't even tell I've been waxed an hour later. For someone who has very dry, sensitive skin, this was and is a lifesaver. Sometimes I will wax myself like in between clients. Clients don't even know I've done that. They don't even know I've waxed myself now because my skin is in my skin is in better health in general because of all the products that I used but years ago when I first incorporated that like my big change was the grapeseed oil I noticed a difference with the waxing like that immediately I was like oh I'm not getting those bumps I was getting and then just over time now my 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 skin in general has just improved but I'm telling you that grapeseed oil saved me with the waxing because I would get those bumps and they would last about a week. And then because my hair grows so fast, like I have to wax every two weeks. And I'm like, okay, so I like my face looked good for about a week. It was kind of a bummer. Anyways, okay. If you're pregnant, women are so limited on what they can use when they're pregnant, but grapeseed oil is all natural. So of course it's safe to use. It's also a great product to use on your belly. When your skin stretches, it becomes itchy, most likely because the skin is dry. Keeping it hydrated will definitely help the skin feel and look better. I do have a client who swears by it. She swears that that's why she didn't get stretch marks. Um, Now, stretch marks are, you know, they're genetic. Some people are going to get them. Some people, you know, some people are more prone to them. Some people are less prone to them. Uh, But... Doing things to keep the skin hydrated when you are pregnant, uh, you know, definitely helps your chances to not get them or at least limit how many you get. So grapeseed oil is a great way to help. Plus, from what I've heard, I have not been pregnant. It just feels really good to rub that on your belly. So why not? And it's so inexpensive. So why not just do it? I mean anything that would feel good. And if you can get the husband to do it, even better, right? Or your wife or whatever, like who am I to exclude somebody? Um, So yeah, I would just rub that all over that belly and make that feel good. I don't know. I would just imagine, I'm just thinking about like a leg massage. If somebody was like rubbing grapeseed oil on my legs, because that's where I get like a lot of my RA pain. And I just think like, oh, that would feel so good. Anyways, 
Um, okay, so that's grape seed oil. I'm telling you guys, there's so many benefits and it has really, really changed my skin. And I always tell people, apply it at least 15 minutes before you go to bed, but you can definitely do it earlier in the evening. I tend to do it when I get home and I know I'm going to be home for the evening. I, I tend to take a shower earlier rather than um, later because... I just want to get it over with. I like to just kind of be ready for bed. So if I get home at like five o'clock and I know I'm in for the night, I just go take my shower then because I like to be comfy and, you know, I may not be done working like as far as like behind the scenes stuff that I might be doing, but, you know, I just, I wash my face. I do what I need to do. Now, if I'm going to be cooking like on the grill or something like that, then not on the grill. I'm who do I think I am? If I were to be cooking on the stove or something like that, then um, I might wait to wash my face, like take my shower or something until after that, because you know you don't want any like splatter on your face or on your clean face or something like that. But if I'm not going to be doing anything like that, might get my face dirty, then obviously I can take my shower. So just be aware of what your your night includes. But uh, I'm telling you, grapeseed oil has solved so many problems. And people talk about dry hands. Grapeseed oil on your hands is really great. Um, I know my mom keeps her grapeseed oil or she keeps a bottle right by her bed. So she puts it on her hands at night. Um, another thing, uh, you know, talk people get, uh, people put hand cream on their hands at night, um, which can be good. But if clogged pores is an issue for you on your face, you know, you could be laying your hands on your face at night and not realizing that hand cream is transferring to your face and that could be clogging your pores. So if you put grapeseed oil on your hands and then you lay on your hands, it's not really going to be an issue for you. So little things like that can make a difference. Um, grapeseed oil on your feet is really good. Um, there's just so many uses for it. And grapeseed oil for your kids is really great. I have so many moms that buy have bought bottles for their kids because their kids have seen their moms do it and they get excited. So the kids are like, I want to do it too. I know I want to put the oil on my face, mom. So like their kids have their own bottles because they think it's cool and fun and whatever. And I think that's great because I always say, if you can get your kids on a good skincare habit early, like brushing their teeth, like make it a habit, I think that's great. And grapeseed oil is all natural. So you don't have to worry about like, what's, you know, what are you putting on their kid, your kid's skin? Like it's nice and safe and it's gentle and all that. And it's great for babies and and all those things. So um, and even I have uh, male clients who use it. And I always, uh, I've told this story before, but I have this male client who, um, you know, he was my client for years. And then his wife started coming to me and the wife, his wife started using all my products. And then somehow she started getting him to use grapeseed oil. And I couldn't believe the difference in his skin. I mean, it was insane. And all he added was grapeseed oil. And I'm like, and this is why I hate men. This is why I hate men. Just kidding. I don't actually hate men. But seriously, like all he did was add grapeseed oil and he, like his skin looked incredible. Incredible. I'm like, this isn't, this isn't fair. Do you know how hard I work for my skin? <laughs> Do you know how hard I work for my skin? And all he did was add grapeseed oil and he looked incredible. So anyways, men have it so much easier so much easier. Anyway, I can't say enough good things about it. It really is. It's great for all skin types. It's great for all skin 
um, the Fitzpatrick, like light, dark, whatever. Everybody can use it. Um, I've had a, you know, a couple clients that are like, I don't know. I feel like it makes me break out, but uh, 98% of my clients have not had any issues with it. So I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, I just, I can't say enough good things about it. It is on my website. If you're interested um, in trying it, pierskinoc.com. And that's it. Exfoliation, grapeseed oil, they go hand in hand. So if you're going to exfoliate, then you put grapeseed oil on. I mean, they just, you exfoliate, you hydrate, you exfoliate, you hydrate. That's really what, when I start a, a client with anything, if, I, if I'm starting them on a new routine, this is what we're concentrating on. We want to exfoliate the skin because we want to start fresh. And then we want to hydrate the skin because we want to repair it. We want to get it where it needs to be. And then we can start fixing it. So this is what we do. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for another great week. Please don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and family and to leave a five-star review. It's absolutely free to do that. It just takes a couple minutes of your time and I would really appreciate it. Five-star review on iTunes. Share with your friends. Post this on social media. When I post my the podcast on announced that the, for the, whatever the week's about on social media, if you could just share that on your social media, that really helps. That takes two seconds to share it. And I would just really appreciate that, you guys. It's free to do and it just takes two seconds. So thank you so much. Follow me on social media at PierskinOC. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and if you have any requests on podcasts or uh, just questions that you want me to post on social media, you know, whatever, reach out to me, Devin at PeerskinOC.com. Let me know. I'm here to help you. And uh, check out my website, PeerskinOC.com. If you are local to me, then all my services are on there and you can book online and everything's on my website. If you want to sign up for my skincare coaching, you can do that too. And my online store is there. So if you want to get that repair serum I talked to you about, if you want to get that grapeseed oil or any of my other products, pureskinoc.com. I hope you guys have a great week and can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.